Hello, and welcome to Soap, the movie breakdown show. This week, we go coast to coast with the 1993 romantic comedy Sleepless in Seattle. Turn on that radio, ditch your allergy-riddled partner, and get ready to meet the love of your life. But first, play that intro music. We are back for another episode. Why are you sound like an alien? It was more robotic than alien. So how you doing? Mm. Was it a big day for America today? Oh, America! Look oh, at me, everyone! Friend! Oh, president Biden friend. friend! I've got a new president! Do you want to know who it was? I'll tell you in three days! I don't understand. Uh, it took three days to figure out the president? Yeah, but we figured it out today. Okay. <laughs> and we also figured out that there's a movie called... Sleepless in Seattle. That was yesterday. It was yesterday. Wait, so we watched this before we knew who the new president was. Yeah. So that is huge. Huge. That's the bad was Trump impression. It's going to be huge. I don't think work. he sounds that way at all. Do you, have you seen this movie before? New. No. 1993. I was one. You're a one-year-old baby. little... Little baby, maybe your parents watched this together while they Please. were rocking your Please. cradle. No. No? No. Uh, we could find out. Should we do a call in? No. And we've got Heather's mother on the line. Nope. No. We've got Heather's father on the line. No. Oh, okay, not in tonight. We'll try again next week. So, I had seen this movie before. You did? But you said no. I had seen it before, but... The you reason, were like a child. The reason why I felt okay about doing it for the show was because it was so long ago. I couldn't remember any of it, and I think it's a movie that. Do you remember crying? Um, I didn't cry this time or last <laughs> or that other time. In fact, as a kid, at the beginning, we'll find out, you know, what happens. But obviously, at the beginning, he loses. He loses his wife, right? Who right. seems like was the kid doesn't lose his wife now. No, the kid, the kid doesn't seem that bothered, does he? He just wants his dad to. Anyway, we'll get into that. But I don't remember that part being sad. I think I got confused with this movie and You've Got Mail. It seems to blur into one. Well, because it's the same people. Have you seen that one? Yeah, but I can't remember it. Okay. Well, we'll go into that a little bit too. But uh... Stop trying to make your forehead look like Darth Vader's mouth. <laughs> what does Darth Vader's mouth look like? You know, like? it has like the grill. Because he has... <sighs> he breathes and it just has like that triangular grill. Isn't that, his... Isn't that in the new one he has a grill? The other kid? Kylo? Kylo Ren. I think Ren is easy. Stop doing it! <laughs> Alright, well, I think what we'll do is we'll play the little trailer that they made for this movie, because you got to have a trailer, but then we're going to really, really get some good stuff, and it's going to take one minute, and it's yeah, going to be... I'm going to fudge it up. It's going to be quick and painless, it's and, it's gonna be, and it's going to be better for the country as a whole, and it's going <laughs> to... We're, we're going to... We're gonna come out of it the other end, oh and we're gonna, boy. we're gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be positive, right? All right, but first, here's the trailer. If you just tuned in, we're talking to Sleepless in Seattle. You called a radio station Christmas Eve. He phones in one of those radio call-in shows. He tells them that his dad needs a new wife. And the shrinkette practically forces a guy onto the phone and says, "Tell me, what was so special about your wife?" Well, Doctor Marshall Fieldstone, I think it was like magic. 
Sleepless in Seattle? That's what you call them on the show because you can't sleep. And now 2,000 women want his number. Dear Sleepless in Seattle, you're the most attractive man I ever laid ears on. The guy could be a crackhead. Actually, he sounded nice. You know it's easier to be killed by a terrorist than it is to get married over the age of 40. That's not true. That statistic is not true. That's right. It's not true. But it feels true. Sandy has a girlfriend, Glenda. She's a weightlifter. Well, it's not like her neck is bigger than her head. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not asking you to set me up. What about Walter? Walter and I are engaged. <laughs> Today, I consider myself the luckiest man, 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 on the face of the earth. <laughs> When's the last time you were out there? Uh, Jimmy Carter, 1978. Things are a little different now. I am having all of these fantasies about some man I have never even met who lives in Seattle. It rains nine months of the year in Seattle. I know! Tiramisu. What is tiramisu? You'll see. Some woman is going to want me to do it to her, and I'm not going to know what it is. You'll love it. What if I never meet him? What if this man is my destiny and I never meet him? Your destiny can be your doom. I want to meet you. Dad, read this, read this. Where is he at? Right. Where's Baltimore? That's ah, right there. Look, one, two, three, four, there's like 26 states. But what I really don't want to do is end up always wondering what might have happened and knowing I could have done something. This is crazy. Uh, that's what I'm trying to tell you. What women are looking for. Packs in a cute bun. This is the one I like. There is no way that we are going on a plane to meet someone who could be a crazy, sick lunatic. Didn't you see Fatal Attraction? You can't even turn on the news nowadays without hearing about how some babe thought some guy's butt was cute. So how's my butt? Not bad. Really? Yeah. Is it cute, though? You're grading on a curve? That trailer. Come on. That I was never good... watch it. You didn't watch it. You always offer me. I to gave watch it to you a month but... ago. Every day I've said to you, "Have you watched the trailer for Super Sense?" Oh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Dishes piling up. Excuse laundry me. not done. I'll do all that stuff. Can you just watch this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do. I'll do it. Yesterday, well, I had one last day to do it. I just cleaned everything, changed baby diaper. <laughs> it's all done. Oh yeah, I'll do it, babe. Whatever. Watch your lecture for a bit. Okay, honey, I'll finish. I'll, you know, get rid of the wasp's nest in the garden and shave the cat, right? <laughs> now we get to the podcast. I haven't watched it. But you know what? I forgive I forgive you because you're going to get... I can't a... get the image of Steve's shaved ass <laughs> out of my head. Um, Steve's a cat, by the way. Not our child. Uh, but you know what? I don't mind that you haven't watched it, even though I feel like it's a slight betrayal. Because you're going to give us something... Something lovely, aren't you? You ready? Yeah. For new listeners, and I assume there'll be thousands. Follow us on Instagram, bruh. Probably a lot of um, Trump fans looking for new... Well, they could suck it. New ways to get <laughs> enjoyment out of life. They're like, you know what? This election's been stressful. I'm going to watch an old 1993 romantic comedy. And then they're going to listen to and us. And then they're like, you know what? what? I want to hear more about that movie. I want to discuss it over <laughs> pie, right? Pie sounds good. It's, uh, it's what Why American, didn't you bake a pie? Americans do that. You they did watch all the cleaning movie. and washing. You didn't bake a pie? I'm exhausted. You're I got stung by the wasps. Housewife. The cat attacked me when I tried to shave it. Anyway, I've got the no, stopwatch here. No, you don't. You don't know the passcode. It's going to take about a year for me to get... Oh, I hate your phone. I really do. Well, it's very easy. It's just clock. Okay, clock. All right, here we go. Are you ready? You no. Been, 
Uh, well, I assume you're not. So here we go. One, two, three, go. Okay, Tom Hanks has a son. His wife died of cancer. Son's young. He's an architect. He moves to son Seattle. Um, side story, Meg Ryan's with the, um, the dad on Casper, the girl. And he has massive allergies about everything, and they're like the same person, which is quite boring. So she's engaged to him, and you know she's in a car driving, and then the boy calls the station because the dad and sad, lonely Seattle man. Anyway, he pours his heart out onto this radio station. She hears it all. She falls in love with him, and then you know she writes a letter drunk with her friend. Twenty seconds. The friend Rosie O'Donnell sends the letter. The boy, fa- the little boy, falls in love. Ooh, I want my new mommy to be Annie or whatever her name is. So then it's like, okay. Um, Ten seconds. What is it called? The Valentine's <laughs> the Valentine's Just Day. Joking. We're gonna meet on the Empire State Building. Guess what? They do. By the way, before that, the boy goes to New York by himself. Stop. Brilliant. I did very well. You couldn't have done it any better if you'd have tried harder. I like that. What do you mean try hard? That was my hardest effort. Oh, you were writing down all day and, and trying to... Oh, I could no. Go, I could talk a bit more about that. But I, I can't think it. of it until we talk. We start. Maybe if you... Because if, if I legit wrote down a script, it just wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't, would it? No, I would, you would, I would stumble and more than I normally do. Well, I thought that was pretty good. I mean, the movie's bonkers, so... Um, I don't I, think you can say bonkers. Is that offensive? You're just not Minnesotan or something. Bonkers? I don't think. Oh, it's... you can't burp that. It's disgusting. <laughs> My burp tastes like bonkers. It's awful. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, Pina Colada Kombucha, that gives your husband fart burps when you're Ew. doing your weekly podcast on a Saturday night. That's absolutely rancid. So we will uh, go through a couple of these scenes just to see, uh, through the Stop movie. Something uh. So why edit that out? <laughs> I've got an uh editor. So I just want to, I'm going to go through each of the different things. I just want you to, I want you to, I want to see if you got any insight. So you want like when you, with that game Phoebe does, she's like, say the first thing that comes to your mind. Don't think about it. All right. How about we, so I'll say one line of the movie. You give me the first word that comes into your head and then you oh, elaborate. God, that's hard, isn't it? That's fun. All okay, right. ready? This is And hard. this is in chronological order. I have uh, eight points. That will oh. get the whole movie done. Okay. Wife dies and they move to Seattle. Cool. <laughs> cool because... <laughs> because Seattle, I, I, I've always thought I'd quite like to live there because it rains a lot and it's cold. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, um, their houseboat's quite neat. But I would be scared because, like, you know, bad things happen on boats. Like, um, like, like, um... What's his name Jaws. from The Simpsons? Sideshow Bob. Sideshow Bob tries to kill yes. Homer. I that, mean is, Bart. that was traumatic for most people's childhoods, wasn't it? Right. Year and a half goes by. Son calls radio station. All women freak. It was a year and a half. That made it seem like it was like five I, days. I, I think it was a year and a half. That's yeah. absolutely bonkers. What's the third way? Well, also, it's um, homophobic, right? There's no men being like, ooh, I'll date you. You're a sweet man. No, yeah, but they would assume he was straight. That's why. They're not like, ooh, I could turn him. It doesn't matter. I think Bobby Norris fell in love with Charlie King before Charlie King came out gay. So That would be a fun remake, wouldn't it? Where they have a a gay man being... Trying to hustle. And then they they meet, and then he's like... Hello. He's he's like spaghetti straight until until heated. Straight until heated. 
Oh, warm, right? Or heat, Slippery it's heated. when wet? No, that's... No. no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Annie watches a, An Affair to Remember with Cary Grant. I just think of Rosie O'Donnell because she likes that movie. Annie writes a letter suggesting that Sam meets her on the top of the Empire State Building on Valentine's Day because of that movie. Well, she was drunk. Or Rosie O'Donnell sent it. But... Right, well, she wrote it and they were drinking and then... Rosie sent it. The son replied and said, we can't wait to meet you. We'll be there. And then the son goes. So the son was reading all the these letters. The son is a the very... The son read them all? Yeah, he was reading them. The son is very... Oh, he's very intelligent for his age. He knows about sex, doesn't he? Yeah, they like to talk about that. A bit that. of sex talk, While they're they? brushing their teeth. Well, did and he... you said it was okay because it's just two men living well, in the house. Well, I did think. That seems fine, a couple of boys. But what did he He said something like... He was um... like, they were talking about dates. Like, oh, would you go out for a meal? He's like, no, you never want to go for a meal because if it's a drink and it doesn't go well, you could just say, all right, I'll see you again. If it's a meal, you're stuck with the meal. And then he said something about, um, would you would you have sex with somebody? And he was like, well, it's, you know, that's a hope. And then he said, would the, the, would the woman scratch your back? And oh, he's that like, was what? It, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, in the movies. In the movies, they scratch your back and then they, they, make, they make noises. It's like, well... <laughs> That is the thing when you're not to go too graphic, but scratching seems a lot. There's a lot more scratching on, in Hollywood when I you're think in your probably kid. because that's like you cannot you can't show everything, it's so like you a way just to show, show the passion. hands. But that's also um, I want to make up a word, mm. sexophobic, right? Because it's always missionary in movies. In reality, um, it's more of you're getting scratched by your partner's toenails. Um, oh, that's <laughs> in real awful. Life. I don't think my toenails have ever scratched I'm you. I'm thinking more of gross men that's problems. That's absolutely horrible. That's obsolete. Okay, Sam begins dating a co-worker. I found out. We weren't sure who that was that he called the first time. Right. Victoria, whom Jonah dislikes. His, her laugh is awful. She's like oh, a she was one of my witch. favorite characters. She's a witch. She was funny though, right? You give the actor some props. Yeah, her horrible laugh. Um, Sam sees Annie at the airport uh, while she's stalking him. Yeah. She, she goes to stalk him. It was instant love. Love at first sight, as they say. Right? You, you see, you, there, yeah. you connect eyes with a stranger across a crowded room and you just know. Because she had, she had found out his address through, uh, through a private detective. the legal means that we'll talk about in one of my factoids. That's intense. Uh, Jonah flies to New York for Valentine's Day. Dad follows. One word. That Impressive. isn't bonkers. Impressive. Finally, Annie ditches her fiancé, goes to Empire, and sees them just in time. Fiancé is like a wet basket. He's like, yeah. okay, yeah. I'm not going to say you didn't deserve me, but you said that, so okay, yeah. Uh, good luck, bye. Do you think he... No, you know what happened. He moved on. He got married... Uh, his wife died and became a ghost, and he had a daughter, and they moved into Casper's house. That's what happened. He also, he's, yeah, that actor's been on a ton of things, including Casper, apparently. She <laughs> kept saying throughout the movie. We didn't need to hear that many times. Um, now, he, she's, the big thing in the movie is uh, she's settling for him, right? Not like. They're, they're just the same person. She kept saying, like, Oh, some people want mystery in their relationships, not me. And then every time they like send the same thing, she just like, oh, hate him. Um, but he didn't really seem like he liked her that much. He seemed more asexual. Yeah. 
Didn't they say something about him in no, him in bed? They said no. something about him in bed. Did they? I like don't know. he, he's like okay. Or I don't know. It just everything about him was just like mediocre. Okay. Um, well, he I has the, like the humidifier. Right? I felt bad for him because it felt. I feel like there are people in this world that have Problems. all the allergies. You right. know, like um, in my girl. <laughs> Oh, uh, little, yeah, and little, he gets... What's his name? Little Tommy Jones? Mm, no. But the bees? Stop doing... Dirt he's allergic dinner. to everything, and he's gonna, if a little kid watches this, they're going to be like, oh, no woman's ever going to... Why just gonna, would a kid watch this movie? Just, it's a kid's movie. It's not a kid's movie. It's like a hopeless romantic woman movie. It's a movie. PG. Why would parents need to guide each other through this are movie? Are sure it's a PG? Who song? are the parents guiding? You what know, that's what PG means, about? parental guidance, right? So who are the parents guiding? Their cat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I can, I can make a joke about that. Uh, no, <laughs> too weird. So. Uh, Even their dancing's awful. Oh, we're watching the dancing scene right now. As we're, as we're uh, getting through this. So, would you, um, would you like to hear a couple things? Mm, you wrote a lot. I didn't really write. Oh, These are just stuff I've stolen. Now you're a big Seinfeld fan, right? Not a big, but I do like it. Are you familiar with the Soup Nazi episode? It's like everyone's yeah, favorite I've episode. Seen it. Is it really called the Soup Nazi episode? Yeah, well, it's like Friends, isn't it? The one with the Soup Nazi or whatever. So they in the in the movie they talk about uh, a she's on the phone to someone, they're doing an article or whatever, and there's a evil soup guy in New York that's very mean to everybody but has the best soup. Okay. So, I don't remember that at all. Well, it's um, a male journalist is speaking to Meg Ryan as she enters the office. Um, as she's saying, he's the meanest guy in the world, but he makes the best soup you've ever eaten. Sure, it's the same guy. So that was it, was, it was reference to a real guy in New York that is like that. Okay. And then so Seinfeld do a whole episode on this guy who's based on the same guy. So it's like a pre-Seinfeld reference right. in the movie. But sure. I guess if you don't like Seinfeld, that must—that's not very cool of a thing. I haven't even seen that episode. Why are you yelling at me? I need to watch Seinfeld, I guess, but it just seems a bit. Um. You can't I beat think Curb. It, it was good. What like when you turn the TV on, it was on. I would. I was never like obsessed with it. If you were a famous Hollywood actress. Don't ask me who I'd be, because I don't know. Uh, let's just say you're someone that is getting all the big roles. Okay. Right, you're. Who's it these days? Like I don't know. Oh, what's that lady that's in the Avengers? Um, Who the fudge is in Avengers? Uh, she's married. She's married to the guy from SNL. Scarlett no. Johansson. Like You're not she, married. Okay, well she's she's top of the food chain she's, or Natalie Portman, something like that. You're in that. You're in the A list. Okay. Right. Someone brings you a script and they're like, "Okay, this woman." She gets obsessed with this guy when she call when she hears him on the radio. Would I take it? Yeah, and you're because you're picky at this point, right? If I'm being who I really am, no, because it's stupid. You like, I don't want this part of my portfolio. I mean, it's, I I would probably be kicking myself because this movie made bajillions, right? If you knew Tom Hanks was in it, he's good looking. So, but also like I. And I know that, like... But you know what? Sorry, I'm just having conversations in my head now. I'm listening. Um, so, like, you know how Jennifer Aniston or, like, um, Courtney Cox, right? 
or any of those people on Friends, they played that character for so many years, so many days, and so many minutes and uh-huh. hours, right? That even though you watch Scream and you see Courtney Cox in it, you're not like, oh, it's Courtney Cox. You're like, it's Monica. It's so weird. Or you watch another movie that has Jennifer or whoever in it. Even like your boy, what's his face? Um, David Schwimmer when he does the trial show or whatever. Like, I just see Ross. Like, it's... And so I would feel like if I... Typecast. If I was a actress... Like, I wouldn't want to take these sappy, bullshit women, like, oh, oh All right, I'm a well, woman. then we're, we got to do that. You got to pretend it's 1993, though. Does that help? No. Because if Meg Ryan's done a lot of those type of movies, hasn't she? She sure has. So she's just like, so then that becomes like your personality almost. People aren't, like, unless you really are friends and know somebody, the random low people like you and I are just going to be like, oh, do that's you? exactly how they act in real life. So. A lot of the other female leads felt the same way as you do. Okay. So, um, these list of women thought the whole premise of the movie was ridiculous after reading the script and being offered the part. Julie Roberts, Kim Kim Basinger, Michelle Pfeiffer, Jennifer Jason Lee, Jodie Foster. And then Meg Brown's like, I'll take it. I mean, it's good money, isn't it? The same lady that wrote When Harry Met Sally wrote this. could it be that difficult to play this bullshit woman that just starts crying in a car and being like, I love this stranger. I think she plays a mentally ill person pretty well. And let's... let's but you think she's mentally ill on this? 100%, yeah. Codependency. I diagnose that, if that's a thing. Bipolar disorder. Well, she's not bi- what are you talking about bipolar? Um, I love you, I don't love you. Depressed, happy. She's not depressed and happy. She doesn't um, say, yeah, I don't love you, I love you. She's anger issues. She rips that wedding dress. Right? She didn't. She moved her <laughs> arm. She's For no too reason. fat with her arms or something. She abuses her husband emotionally. Or she's her not fiance. husband. She doesn't even want his Tiffany's ring, so she's clearly... What got... are you talking about? She did. What? She took the ring. She gave it back to him. Yeah, when you get married, you can't keep the ring if you break up. I mean, I guess you could. You could pawn it. Well, it was a good choice. It was a good choice for her, isn't it? Do you think Julie Roberts was kicking herself not taking that? Julie Roberts was a dumbass to pick I could Pretty see Woman. Her, I could see her playing. It's All right, Pretty Woman's a horrible movie. I know people love it, but I, it's so it's so fucking unrealistic and stupid. And so is this. So she could have easily taken this. If you'd like to know more of Heather's opinion on Pretty Woman, see episode three of So. Is it three? I think so, yeah. Wow. Now, this made me happy because um, it made sense because I've never seen Tom Hanks look more like Woody from Toy Story than in this movie. So they did model it after him. Well, so he's uh, now see the English, the English version of this. He simultaneously, I know you say simultaneously, uh, did the voice work for Woody um, uh, for the first Toy Story on his days off from filming this. So this is what this is like. This is Woody. This is Woody. That's a great movie, too. <laughs> I got problems, Buzz. <laughs> Just trust that joke. That's cool, isn't it? Did you agree that he looks... Yeah, he He does. looks like Woody without a cowboy hat. Yeah. There's a snake in my boot. Does Buzz Lightyear look like Tim Allen? No. Not even slightly. He doesn't have the, the chin... 
Does Tamelon have a massive chin? No, Buzz so. Lightyear has like a, a cut, like, like the John really, Travolta it's chin. It's like really pronounced. I would say it doesn't look like him. Also, they made Buzz kind of look fat, and Tamelon's like coked out skinny. <laughs> Wait, Tim Allen's coked out skinny? He's got a dad bod. No, in the day, he was skinny what as... Do you mean in the day? What day does, did Tim Allen have? Pause. Tim Allen used to be like a... It's like Tim Allen book. All right. Heather's looking at her... The book <laughs> I've seen her most happy about in life. <laughs> she came home from the thrift store. Look what I found! Look what I found! Look what I found! I'm like, what is it, baby? Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> it's Tim Allen's autobiography. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and guess what? She hasn't read one page of it. It's just been gathering dust on the bookshelf. It's New York's Times bestseller. Her? Very good. <laughs> oh. do, 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 do. For some reason, I thought there would be. Oh, you know what? Do you want to read the first? Yeah, can, but real quick. Can I read the Because I think chapter. this will be fun. Okay. Um, my cousin mm-hmm. and her husband this year, they dressed up as um, Tim the Toolman Taylor and what's his buddy's Al name? Sharp- Al Sharpton. Yeah, that's funny, isn't it? <laughs> No, I'll shop and say so. Well, I don't know who that is. Alright, here we go. This is What am I reading? Heather reading the abridged version of What's the name of the book first? Let the audience know what the title is. You want me is. to read the contents? No, the, what's the, the acknowledgement? No, what's the book called? Well, I will read that Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. That's what it's called? Yeah. That's weird, okay. isn't it? Doesn't Why? have a reputation with nudity. It's weird. Alright, here we go. The introduction, the naked truth. Now, don't, are we just the first paragraph? Don't have anxiety over reading because you're on camera. Well, I, I want it clear and wait, without. We don't want to read the introduction. No, you want the first chapter of chapter. The first chapter of no, not chapter. The well, first paragraph find, of chapter one. Well, I need to find where the continents are. <laughs> the continents. All right. Intro- so the my my name made me do it. Brilliant. Here we go. Is it a long paragraph? No, it's very small. So I might read two. Go on then. That and that one. If it's crap, we'll just stop. You can't just stare at me, okay, though. I'll drink my fart beer. <laughs> Even though we've never met, I want you to know... I, I can't read. Sorry. All right. Even though we never met, I want you to know right now how much I admire you. You're the greatest. Admire me, you're saying? Thanks. But why? Easy. In the era of declining literacy, you're reading a book. Actually, reading a book. So I'm impressed. Of course, it's my book, which really makes you special. After all, I'm a guy best known for grunting and blowing up toasters, not writing. I know there's much more to me, but you took a chance. You trusted me, so I'm going to trust you. <laughs> Let me just look at something. Here. No, I want to keep going. Yes, I, I don't want to hear the whole not thing. I, yeah, I want you to read it, and then yeah. we'll do a podcast on this book. Oh, that'd and you be can great. Tell me all the best oh, I'm not going to remember it. I'm not good at book reports. Before we put this away, I just want to see the year because that adds some contents. 1994. So this, he probably wrote this as this movie came out. Wow. He's like, you know what? I'm knackered from you writing. Do, you writing do a know book. Tim Allen's different than Tom Hanks. Yes. No, no. But he would have been. He would have written this when he was doing Buzz's voice. And as he's doing Tim the Tall Man Taylor. Don't stand too close to a naked man. Wow. You should really read that. No, give it back. It almost smashed when I threw it across the room. Look, it it has a home improvement stamp. Her. (laughs) Shut your face. (laughs) That was sidetracked, sorry. uh, So we just did the Toy Story. Uh, Who peels apples and doesn't eat the skin? Did you... Now, I... 
No, that's funny you mentioned that because that is the next point I had here. Because I used to, my mom had one of those ones you pop it in and you go blah, 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 right? And you'd peel it off very thin and I love that. I would eat the rind, is that what it's called? Rind, apple rind. Oh, it's delicious. What part's the rind? The outside, the skin. Why isn't it just called the skin? Well, I was asking and you didn't say anything so I just decided what are the seeds it was called? rind. Apple seeds. Pips. No! <laughs> Okay, do you, now we probably weren't paying attention enough because we had two nine-year-old girls running back and forth past us when we were trying to watch this. Did you know the significance of the cutting of the peel in one go? Or what it meant to the story? It meant that her whole life is just... It's just unraveling like a Unraveling peel. or it's just going in the same direction? No. Circles and circles? So we... He's right? When someone's someone's dumped a bucket of water on his head to make it look like he was sweating. Right. Um, Sam tells Jonah that his mother could peel an apple in one long spiral. So really, That's they're just, just looking for an identical mum. It's just to like baseball, right? Right. Just to peel an apple in one go. Yeah. What else? Just to look pretty. Just to satisfy Tom Hanks she in the bedroom. She looks way better looking than his mom. His mom had a bit of a dodgy barnet, didn't she? A bonnet? Barnet. What's a barnet? Haircut. Why don't you just say haircut? Just burp. Stop trying to suck it in. It wasn't a syrup. Your battery is getting really warm and it's actually warm mm, my toes We off. need that because our heat is broken. Oh, I have a question about that and you can delete it. Um, Thank you for allowing me to edit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought about this when I was in the shower. How come a space heater costs more money? For PG&E, then just, like, why? Um, it might not. It depends on how big your apartment is and how much you use it. If you have an inconsiderate housemate who leaves it on while they go for an eight-hour shift at work, it probably does cost more. Oh, I wasn't thinking that. Reference to an old housemate of mine. No, I just... Not Tana, <laughs> if she's listening. Um, he was a anyways. curly-haired man. Uh, is that it on Space Heater trivia? Yeah, I felt like you got nothing out of you, so... <laughs> you are a massive Beatles fan, aren't you? Beatles? Yeah. I don't like Beatles, they're gross. You could never like John Lennon's barnet? The Beatles. <laughs> meant Beatles, like the bug. Yes, dear. You, what have you got against they're Beatles the bug? scary and gross. What about the cars? Oh, I like the old ones. I don't like the if new ones. If you had to rank all three Beatles, would it be the band, the car, and then the insect? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Is there a fourth Beatle? As Ringo was the fourth uh, Beatle, isn't I it? I don't know. You know there was another Beatle before Ringo, wasn't it? I don't know even who's in the Beatles, okay? Okay, so this blew the whole podcast open when this came up, when I was searching this. Because I didn't know any of this. I'm curious if you know this fact about the Beatles. So there's a scene. And again, I'm not sure how well we were paying attention to the dialogue. Because I bet you don't remember this. So, you know when the two little kids are hanging out in the bedroom? His son and the girl? Yeah, they're listening to the Beatles. Okay. On a... On a, on a okay. Thingy. So I don't remember that. So you at least were paying attention more than me. Jonah, the son, says when you play the record in... In reverse. reverse, it says... I don't know what it says, but I've you heard You don't remember that. what he said? No. So he says, it says Paul is dead. Right. Do you know what that means? Like, 
No. Have you heard of the conspiracy theory that he's not him? That Paul McCartney Dined. got pissed at the Beatles one day when they were recording. Yeah. He left, got into a horrific car accident, died, and they just and they had a Paul him. McCartney lookalike contest and and replaced him. Sounds about right. But have you heard that before? Yeah. Well, what do you know about it? Well, I don't know anything. I just heard it. So you could be lying right now. Why would I be lying? Because you want to impress the podcast world that, you're th- people. that you love Beatles more than the car and the insect. No, um, but there's a lot of weird things like that. Like, if you play Dark Side of the Moon backwards and watch freaking Alice in Wonderland, which I've done before, and it's actually quite cool, but you need to be high to really enjoy it, I think. Um, but there's a lot of weird things like that, isn't it? We have, do we, we have Beatles. What album was it? Let's do it. Well, Wait, could you even play it in reverse? How do you do that? So do you want to hear more? No, I want to know how you play an album in reverse. Well, you you would probably break. You'd probably not do the needle much good if you. But did could that. you even do make it yes. do that? You just you press play and then you just turn it the other way and it goes. How would you turn it the other the best way? How would you turn it the other way? It doesn't just with your hands. Oh. That's how the DJs do. They're turning it, aren't they? Were you born yesterday? <laughs> Have you ever seen anyone... Yes, I'm not stupid. You've never seen anyone move a record backwards and it goes... Yeah, you, but they weren't even it. touching it. They had it in a box. Again, I'm not I'm not uh, familiar with the scene. Can I read you this? Because I want to hear your opinions on it. Yes or no? Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. Proponents of the theory... I don't know what proponents mean. ...of the theory of Paul being dead? No. Maintained that on November 1966, McCartney had an argument with his bandmates during a Beatles recording session and drove off angrily in his car, crashed and was decapitated, i.e. his head fell off. I know what decapitated means. To spare the public from grief, or simply as a joke, the surviving Beatles replaced him with the winner of a... A joke! (laughs) The winner of a McCartney lookalike contest. This scenario was facilitated by the Beatles' recent retirement from live performance and by their choosing to present themselves with a new image for the next album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. What am I supposed to say? What do you think of that? I mean, I think it's funny that they did it as a joke. Dozens of supposed clues to McCartney's death have been identified by fans and followers of the legend. These include messages perceived when listening to songs being played backwards and symbolic interpretations of both lyrics and album cover imagery. It's an urban legend that he died on the 9th of November. One frequently cited example is a suggestion the words I buried Paul are spoken by Lennon on the final section of the song Strawberry Fields Forever. We have to listen to it. It's my favorite song. Which which the Beatles record, recorded in November of 1966. Lennon, I killed Paul. Lennon later said that the words were actually cranberry sauce. I don't know how cranberry sauce... I killed sauce, Paul. Cranberry I sauce. I buried Paul. Cranberry sauce. Wait, you say I buried Paul. I say cranberry sauce. Ready? Cranberry, cranberry sauce. sauce. No, it I... sounds the same. <laughs> Another example is the interpretation, you're like this, of the Abbey Road album cover. Have you got that in your head? The four guys walking across the street? Hmm. Yes or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the cover, as depicted, a f- uh, is, it's meant to look like a funeral procession. Right. Lennon, dressed in white. Wait. You're going to get the picture up? What is it called again? Abbey Road. So Lennon is dressed in white, and this symbolizes 
the heavenly figure. That makes sense. Ringo Starr is dressed in black, symbolizing the Undertaker. Why is the guy in blue? George Harrison is in... No, De- not Target ad. George Harrison is in denim, representing the gravedigger. And McCartney is barefoot and out of step with the others, symbolizing his corpse. What? He's not barefoot. This is the best part. This is the best part. I think he is. The number plate, and if you have the pitch, you can look this up. You got it yet? The number plate of the white Volkswagen Beetle in the photo contains the characters LMW28IF. I can't read it. It won't pop open. Was identified as further evidence... And it represented McCartney's age, 28, uh, if he'd still been alive. Right, so I can see LMP? It should be LMW. Oh, it looks like LM something. Uh, Which stands for Linda McCartney Weeps. Or Linda Linda McCartney. While my guitar weeps, is that part of it? Or Linda McCartney Widow. I mean. He does oh, wait, look, lastly, wait, he that does... the, the left-handed McCartney held a cigarette yes. in his right hand is also supposed to be said of the... Oh. Wait, he looks very disheveled. The left-handed McCartney held a cigarette in his right hand was also said to be the idea that he was an imposter. So the real one would have held it in the other hand. The fake one would have held it in this hand. <laughs> Your mind is blown. Look at you. You're like, everything I know about the Beatles has changed. I don't like his hair. It's too crazy. What do you think? Are you going to stick with it? Um, but how come... I mean, it's... I guess people really do look alike, don't they? It's weird. Like, what's that? Ginger convention? There's a lot of gingers that look alike. How dare you? You've watched it like 30 times. Oh, I love that documentary. I guarantee you, there's... People think you look like Ed Sheeran. I don't think so, but... So there was some I think f- you would if you like squished your face down a bit. No, down. Like if I had together. like if I was a child murderer and a bunch of parents burnt me, and then I came back to haunt Stop ch- children's. Stop talking about Freddy. Um, so there was some factual errors in this uh, in the movie with the Paul McCartney thing. So he says when you play it backwards, it says Paul is dead. The actual saying is "Turn me on, dead man." And it is on the Beatles' white album. Uh, Anyway. I'm done with the Beatles. Done with the Beatles? Okay. Now, this is going to make you happy. When I I sing you a song right now, I want you to tell me why it's important for this movie. To me. Yeah. To me or to the movie? To the movie and to you. Alright. Oh, baby, I hear the blues (laughs) are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling calling again. again. Dum, dum. Good night, Seattle. Um, <laughs> one, because they're in Seattle, and two, because um, what's her face? Meg Ryan's brother is Miles Crane. Is that her brother? Yeah, and because she goes and he she's definitely like, definitely paid attention. More she than was I. like, um, how come you got married? And he was like, because whatever Lydia said, it's either we break Lydia. up or we Wait, get what married. Was his, what was his wife's name? I don't know. No, it was Meredith. Or something. Maris. Maris. No. Yes. Maris. Maris. What kind of a name is that? It's Maris. No, Meredith. No. Fraser's wife. Maris. Um, Morris. High school Niles. N I L E S. Niles. Fraser. They both had ex-wives, didn't they? Niles. Crane. Wife. Meredith. Mer- I thought Meredith was was one of them. So. Daphne Mel. 
Mal. The actor's name is David Hyde Pierce. Maris, told Maris. you. Wait, was that Fraser's or the brothers? No, Niles Crane's first wife, Maris. So you know what's fun? Boom. In this movie, he um, he's having a discussion um, with, I guess, with Meg Ryan, right? Yes, about the marriage, and he said, Maris said, we either break up or Maris. get married, so we got married. So uh, he he's doing he's giving her like psychological opinions about relationships hmm. in this movie, and, and it's in Seattle. And this was before Frasier. A year later, he got the role. As uh, Niles. Do you think he He's lived... another person. He couldn't play anything else. Do you think he lived in Seattle? It's very possible. Where's Fraser? Is Fraser's Fraser's name? Yes. Is his last name Crane? No, his first name's Joe. Joe... No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? That's somebody. It's a boxer. Oh, and right. they mentioned him in the election recently... Joe Fraser voted and he's been dead for years. I know he oh, votes. I don't know who Will Smith's dead. Dumbass. Yes. Dumbass. Dumbasses. If you had to guess how many minutes are Meg. No, I'm not good at this. How many minutes were Meg Ryan and Tom <laughs> Hanks in scenes together? If you. When you saw them together, actually together physically, and you did a stopwatch for each scene, what would it accumulate to? Three minutes. Two minutes. Wow. That's pretty good for a movie about their love, isn't it? I mean, she's wet and weak. What? What do you mean she's wet? You know. She's turned on? Yeah. Obviously, she lives in Baltimore. I, no. I thought you meant she's wet because she has uh, mental illness. She's in Baltimore or Chicago. One of those. New York? No, she doesn't live no, in no, New York. Baltimore. They live in Baltimore. They go to New York, don't they? Stop spilling your chooch. Mm, that's good stuff. <laughs> it's disgusting. Your chooch. <laughs> oh, I love my chooch. <laughs> Give us some more of that chooch, love. Um, I was chooch. trying to say booch. Came out chooch. <laughs> now, you've always hated Tiffany's rings, haven't you? Oh, they're disgusting. The ring, which belonged to Walter's mother. Now, Walter is Annie's fiance. Remember? And she's like... Walter, they never called them anything different. She's like, no. And then they're in, they're at home or whatever they're at. And she's like, did they ever call you anything different than Walter? And he's like, no. And she's like, I hate you. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's good that you brought that up because that's something we could discuss, right? Like, if you... <laughs> that's the one thing I, that I brought up when no, you discussed No, I was thinking of it last night. <laughs> no- I mean, I didn't add it to the notes. But, uh... She's so. I, what I what I what I interpret is that he grew up and he had such little. Is Samuel Baldwin one of the Baldwins? No. All right. That's Tom Hanks's character, isn't it? Yeah, but I was just wondering. You know, there's like Alec and Alice or <laughs> Andrews. I like I, the idea that he's playing one of the Baldwin brothers <laughs> whose wife dies and he moves to Seattle. Sorry. They didn't mention that part, did they? He never wanted to get into acting. He just was always obsessed with architecture. Walter. Um, right, so uh, Walter, he went to school and either he had no friends or people just didn't care about him at all. Whether like, they didn't, he couldn't even be bothered to call him Wally. They like, he just, yeah, no oh, one yeah, gave Yeah, he didn't have a nickname, huh? Because people only give you a nickname if you have a shred of personality, presumably. But even like, 
the losers or whatever mm-hmm. that maybe don't have friends. Like, assholes still be like, oh, Wally, got a little wheelie, Wally. Mm-hmm. Right? What was, your, what, what was your nickname in school? Feather. Feather? Did you embrace it? I mean, I don't like it. Everybody would call me Heather Feather. Heather Feather. Or just Feather. Because you'd float around on ecstasy. No, just because you sh- you take out the H and you put an F. Feather. Oh! <laughs> right, you have to edit that part out. The sound. <laughs> Breaking people's ears. Um, luckily it tells me when the... Uh, the crackling. When the crackling Which? starts. People's headphones break. I need more wine. Um, Alright, alcohol break. And welcome back to Soap Radio Hour. No. With Heather Feather. Oh, no. Great nickname. What was your nickname? We didn't finish your nickname. It can't have just been Heather Feather. It was. Once I got to high school, they started calling me Karen. Oh, because you moaned about everything? You want to see the manager? No, because I was stupid, like all mean girls. Karen's the stupid one. The one that tells the weather? Yeah. It's the worst of the mean girls. You think? Attractive-wise and... Is that Amanda Seyfried? I don't know who Amanda <laughs> Seyfried is. It was Seyfried her nickname. No, her name's Amanda Seyfried. She's an actress. Okay, you watched Mamma Mia more times than I have. You knew she was in Mamma Mia, so clearly you've watched it. I worked to the cinema, and people were dancing in the aisles. That's awesome. That is not the movie that I... I did watch it, and I also watched the play version. And you call <laughs> yourself a gay man. <laughs> Cut that out. Why? My laugh is too loud. Oh. So, You're eating a block of cheese like a mouse. Well, I would have liked cubed sliced cheese, but that was not afforded to me. So the ring, which belonged to Walter's mother... that he had, mother. That he had sized... It's his mother here. Mm. That might not be right, huh? It's his grandmother. He had it sized down for Annie. Because is, her fingers were too fat. She had fat hands, love. Is, in fact, a Tiffany's and Co. ring. Although it isn't being made anymore. And I don't know if I believe this, right? Because didn't it look like it had a pretty good sized diamond on it? It looked or like a flower. flower. It looked expensive, right? It's for Tiffany's. Yeah, but this is also back in the nineties. Apparently, that's apparently that's valued at like five thousand dollars, which seems. Well, that's also in the nineties. No, the fact might not be from the nineties. IMDb wasn't even around in the nineties. That's where I got the uh, fact from, and it says they don't sell it anymore. So this is a new fact. Uh, I would assume that's wrong because. But you can get clar- different clarities, can't you? Like you can get a really, really good clarity, which it depends on. The clarity, I think. Say clarity a couple more times. Nah. <laughs> right? Like, if you get my ring and it was X amount and the size is whatever the size is, but you're like, don't want it to be that shiny. Knock off a couple thousand and then you get it kind of muddled. We did talk about <laughs> yesterday. Um, <laughs> you're like, he's just ignoring everything I've said. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't like having a secondhand ring for if I was... A woman getting a ring from a man. However... Why can't a woman give you a ring? Well, they can, and I'll... You'll chuck it. I want you to wear my grandmother's ring. I'd be like, (laughs) I love this girl, but this might be a deal breaker. Um, If if someone said, okay, this is my grandmother's ring, but it's a Tiffany's ring, that that might be... Why do you like Tiffany's? I don't know why I like Tiffany's. Is it because I like Tiffany's? No. I would, 
My sister got Tiffany's ring when she was younger. Both of them did, didn't they? So I got used to going into Tiffany's. Oh, rich-ass family over here. <laughs> oh, we would go to Tiffany's every year. Says you has the daughter that plays with a Tiffany's box. <laughs> For her with, hair yeah, size. Yeah, with her hair So <laughs> she already has more Tiffany's jewelry than you ever had until you were... Mm. I don't know what, what your life's about. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... If a, a guy was to give me an, a, a vintage Tiffany's ring, mm-hmm. I might be able to let it slide that he's... You know what I would do, though? I'd be like, awesome diamonds, now put it into what I want. Let's get a new band, let's get this thing, and then just custom make it, so it's customs. Well, I mean, there's definitely things at Tiffany's that I would not like to wear. God, yeah, the fucking nasty yellow things that they have? Oof. Yellow jewels? Yeah, they have these yellow, oh, I don't know. Yeah, there's no. some pretty stuff that I don't like but they're, they, they, what I like is just like it's very old it's simple elegant jewelry I don't want this blingy blingy shit that they're trying to like get all the youngins in with is that like an onion? <laughs> young youngin yeah because you peel the youngin back in the hand in one go and it smells and that, like and onion while you're watching baseball okay. so this one I don't understand who called her and then why is she listening to the radio and why is she hiding in the cupboard well, not everyone else is watching the way we are now, so you have, might have to explain what you're talking about. But she, I don't want to. She, she's this is this is the part of the movie where she hides in the cupboard, in the ironing cupboard, on in the, the phone kitchen. with a radio. So maybe she's talking to her friend. Her friend's like Rosie. Now you're good with allergies. So I'm good with allergies. Walter's supposed to be allergic to wheat. Yeah. But he orders a sandwich on white bread. Yeah. Which is made from wheat. Okay. I so, didn't know that. <laughs> well, remember, because she's it's like, just, oh, that's Walter's bread because it's white. Mine's the, the is sourdough. Is it because it's just bleached? It's that's still what wheat. white bread is, that was just isn't a, it? It's you know, bleached flour. You know, people like to find factual inaccuracies in movies. Oh, it's like, if you're allergic you to wheat, you <laughs> can't be eating white flour. And who just eats a tomato Oh, my lettuce. God, the boring is... Sa- I mean, that's the reason to ditch There's the no game. mayonnaise. There's no cheese. There's no meats. At least add bacon in there and, like, some mayo. He's allergic to pork. Maybe he's Jewish. But you can eat cold salmon. Okay, and do you want to hear another inaccuracy? I think you'll like this one. Hmm. An unaccompanied minor... The boy. ...with most airlines is 17 and under. At Johnny's age, 8, with an unaccompanied minor status, he would have needed a parent-slash-guardian-slash-authorized adult at the departure gate and at the arrival gate. Jonah would have also had to wear a place guard around his neck... With all of his info and parents' signature during the that's entire bullshit. flight. I flew as a child by myself and that's bullshit. Tell me everything. Well, you don't want to know. You just dropped it. I do it. want to know. I just asked you. Um, no, I, I actually flew to Seattle from San Francisco. Okay. So my dad dropped me off at San Francisco and it's you know he was able to walk me to the gate. It was after Did he? Do you remember him having to sign anything? It was after 9-11. fact-checking my facts. I did not have to wear a necklace with bullshit signatures and everything. Right, but it was after 9-11? It was after 9-11. Well, this could be a new law. So he walked me, he got access to get to the gate, so he walked me to the gate, and then mm. when I got on the airplane, and then um, I was visiting Donna and her kids, and I they didn't meet me at the gate, and mm. I had to get on like a train. So I got off, and I'm like, luckily I just have a carry-on, right? Got off, got my carry-on with me, 
And then I'm like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go because there's no cell phones at this time, nothing. Or maybe I did have a cell phone. I don't remember. Right? Got off and I just followed everyone walking and then I got onto a train and I followed this like lady that had that just was like with her husband or whatever. So I'm like, they well, look... You weren't eight though, were you? I wasn't eight. I was... It must have been older if it was after 9-11. I was... Maybe like 11. But... It doesn't, it's, your dad still dropped you off, so he would have filled out the paperwork. But I didn't have to wear anything. And then when I got to Seattle, nobody was like, oh, we have to wait here for your, you know, adult. I walked off by myself. Well, you know why? Because you weren't wearing your neck thing. They're like, she's an adult. She's a little person walking around. Well, that's just rude, I think. Or she's she's a very old grandma. She's a very old grandma. Don't bother her. She's going to get offended. An old grandma. So you messed up. You didn't wear your necklace. Your Tiffany's identification tag. My dog tag. Your dog tag. You know what I think? And Lady in the Tramp, you know how that she has the nice collar when she gets older for Christmas? Mm-hmm. I think that was a Tiffany's. Just saying. A dog, they do do uh, pet stuff, don't they? Yeah. Though it would have ruined the climactic end to the movie, it would have not been necessary for Tom Hanks to frantically hop the next plane to New York in an effort to find his son. Jonah's plane had just taken off from Seattle when Sam learned where his son had gone. Sam had hours to notify the authorities concerning the safety of his son, a young child. A simple call to the airline and the pilot would have been noti- would have and the pilot would have been notified that Jonah was on board and the situation. Why are you trying to ruin the movie? Airport <laughs> officials could have put him on a plane right back, just like my luggage that got lost in Spain to Seattle upon arriving at New York or held him at the airport until they Sam arrived to claim him. to claim matching his They handcuffed him to a chair. <laughs> Even if Jonah had already landed in New York and was patiently waiting at the Empire State Building, a phone call to Manhattan police or the security at the Empire State Building yeah. would have also gotten adult supervision for young Jonah. Also, wait. Instead of the little boy sitting alone at the top of the Empire State Building wait. in the winter cold all day long. Wait. Also... <laughs> They they would have saw this little boy sitting at the top when it's closed, right? It wasn't closed, it was closing. Well, they the whole time these people are up there, he's out there all day. Asking everyone if the name's Annie. They would have been like, Snyder's. where's your where's your mother, where's your father? Nobody would just be like, oh, a little kid's like half dead against a pole. I'll just move on. No. Next. <laughs> Do you think Tom Hanks is a bad father in this movie? No. He... Inappropriately no. talks about sex. I say no. He shouts at and berates his son. He even tells him to shut the hell up at one point. He didn't point. say shut the hell up. He says shut up. Slams the door shut. Yeah. He forces his kid across America by himself because he can't get a new wife. He's only dating he force his hyenas. Kid. His kid. And now he's dating Meg Ryan, who is the most unstable mother figure in America. <laughs> Maybe his wife ran away. She's dead by cancer. I think she ran away. And they buried who? (laughs) Uh, Paul McCartney. (laughs) (laughs) Outside of the romantic comedy genre, and without an adorable and unthreatening actress like Meg Ryan in the lead role... Are you going to say this is a horror film? what What this point is, is that her behavior is mainly stalking behavior. 
hundred percent. She ha- hires a private detective. Then flies she across finds the country, and then she spies on them. She gets jealous of other people in his in his life when he's a stranger. Yeah. Mentally ill. That's pretty mentally ill. What what illness is that? Stalking. Has that got its own thing? Stalkerism. Stalkitis. Stalkerism. Stalkerism. That sounds like it stalks. Stalkish. That no, that's like um, you're short or something. <laughs> like. You're stocky. Stocky. Right, short and fat, stocky. Stalkific locus. I don't know how to say that. Can't be that. So I'm. I'm. You should look it up. Let's look it up. Massively disturbing. What What do you call a stalker? While While you're looking that up, was it obvious that that wasn't really the Empire State Building where they filmed those scenes at? High school diagnosis. I'm not going to read out. It should be so easy to find spellings on phones these days. Well, it's not. I mean, it looks like it, like, you know, in every other movie that has that Empire State Building, it always looks like on the inside, so I don't know. I've never been there. You have. No, I mean, it, I thought it was pretty obvious it wasn't. Oh, right. There's a beautiful matte painting in the background. A matte? Matte painting. Not a painting called matte. But you meant matte was in the background. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Matt's like, hello, I'm going to be your, your brother-in-law soon. Uh, so everything that comes up is Alzheimer's or dementia. I don't know what the hell that means. So so Annie Meg Ryan had dementia in this whole movie. She was in a perfectly happy relationship with. How do you spell stalker? S T O C K E R, right? It's too fast. The for stalker me, probe technique for diagnosis and treatments. Amazon. Stalkism. Oh, Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <That's not> Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> Yes, I know what Stockholm Syndrome oh, is. That's I don't. not being addicted. It's when you get captured by someone and then you fall in love with them because you've been with they brainwashed you and you've been with them so long. That's Stockholm Syndrome. Oh. <laughs> Wait, does Stockholm Syndrome start in Stockholm and that's why they're like that's this this first I don't person. know the origins of the word, but it's not because you're a stalker. <laughs> now, if I'm wrong, I apologize. Right, so, so now- I really like her pajamas. And the little boy's pajamas, don't forget. Yes, and his bedroom. It's very cool. Well, he needed to be comforted when he was a father like that. I don't... I wouldn't say he's a bad father. I think... He looks having, like a, Wait. He looks like a wait, cowboy toy. Ha- I think having experience and having um, a mother figure pass away and having your father be your primary... Caretaker, right? Care physician. <laughs> Care physician. I think, I mean, just, it doesn't seem like a year and a half has passed, so that doesn't well, make sense. Well, because it was just but, a year and a half later. You didn't have to but, go through... Well, they should have wrote that on the screen. Doing his taxes, going to school, <laughs> winter nights. Um, I think that's just Coronavirus. whatever... I mean, it's, it's a little selfish for, like, <clears throat> moving if, like, okay. he has friends and everything, right? Mm-hmm. He's nine. You definitely have friends. You've lived that. And you've moved. If he's going to be a better father somewhere else where he doesn't have the reminding thing constantly of the same house, the bed, you know, the locations we went to here for dinner, we did that on this day, da 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 If he moves to a different place, he's going to be a better father possibly. So I think it's fine. I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. Now, the the movie that led on from this... I think Tom Hanks is a bit mental as well. He sees her across the freaking highway and they both say hello and then she almost gets killed. Yeah, it's interesting. If you met the love of your life and then they die, the woman you meet next 
might be a bit of a curveball because you're like, okay, I did the normal thing you find out about. Find the love of your life. You're with them. Blah, blah, blah. Totally destroyed. So maybe we'll try something a little crazy. We'll stalk uh, Crazy at the top of the state building. Why not? <laughs> right? Live a little dangerously. <laughs> One of the questions I had for you here was, now it kind of leads on from this, what happens next? Uh, I... You can either give me like a six month answer or a year's answer or like a 10 year answer. Hmm, I didn't really think they leave, about it. Obviously, they leave the Empire State <laughs> Building, they're holding hands. I reckon they get married. Tom Hanks looks very horny uh, well, in the elevator. They... She looks kind of nervous, like, ooh, this might not have been a good idea. I think they get so married. So, what do you think happens next? But then. How they... quickly do they get married? Mm, six months. That night. But then they have an argument about where to live. She's like, my job is in Baltimore, my friends are, da 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 mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not moving back to Baltimore. Yeah, because she has a pretty good job. And she's like, I want to live in your shitty little houseboat, right? Uh, it's not that... It's Compared nice. to her, like, Victorian mansion that she With lives in. a bad in. tablecloth. Well, her grandma probably made it. Oof. No bad she was. I really don't. I didn't even think about it, really. I think I she... think maybe the sun... <laughs> Gets even more cozy in his pajamas. Well, definitely. But I think maybe he likes her more than the dad likes her. I think she realizes this whole thing was just a way to get out of a a relationship Uh... that she was not into. Um, She then has a mental breakdown. She goes to the mental ward. That's not what it's called. No, it doesn't get that far, but she she sees a psychiatrist. She gets on some meds. She sees Niles. She gets her she gets her stuff together and then she um, she doesn't have kids because she's not stable enough for that. Why do people always have to get on meds? Like why they don't have to. You just said she had to get on meds. She needs meds, yeah. She needs heavy tranquilizers. Like um, horse tranquilizers. Yeah. She needs ketamine. Wait, isn't ketamine like coke? No. It's uh it's a horse tranquilizer that they're using on humans for depression. Oh, oh, what? Then how do how do humans not like pass out for? Days? Well, they take a human. Um, dose. Human. <laughs> they just well, throw they do. dust it over them. Uh, did you watch? You've got mail. We asked this already. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah, when I was little, I don't. But remember. you don't remember the um the story. I like... just remember. You've got mail. Yes, it was when the emails AOL. first came out. So like, we have to write a movie about this. You know what? I categorize You've Got Mail, Harry Met Sally, mm. Sleepers in Seattle. Like it's all the same, same shit. It's all the same writer. All it's the, the same, same lady that wrote shit. it all. So I'll just give you the, the plot line quick and you can see if maybe it relates. Maybe we could watch it. Not for this. But no, maybe just I, for watching I mean, it. listen to this and you're probably going to be like, no. Nah. So they that, just start emailing, IMing each other randos. No, that's what I thought too. And I think I've watched it, but it, I now it, just listen to this. I like feel like you... Um, Belong the snow right now, the way you hold your hood. But yeah, it's getting cold, isn't it? Yeah. The owner of a large bookstore chain, maybe that's Tom Hanks, starts putting the. Is o- it called? Um, Actually, that might be the woman. It's called You've Got Mail. I forgot. It's like you've got. No, I forgot what the bookstore was called. Borders. Borders. The owner of a large bookstore chain starts putting the owner of a small bookstore out of business. Meanwhile, they've been corresponding over the internet without knowing who either of oh, them are. they fall in love with each other. They can't stand each other in person, but over the internet, they are very attracted. He finds out who she is, but she doesn't know. He starts to like her more, but she hates him. He has to fix it. 
I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> Sounds like um, a drunk, cozy yeah. night. Well, maybe and... it is. I did look up, do houseboats ever sink? No, I don't want to know. That's so scary. Um, and a couple they of... They must do. Yeah, a couple of fun ones came up. Fun ones. There was one incident where... In Sausalito. Uh, it was a gambling convention, you know, like a, like, um, a, like a poker thing. There's and then too way people. too many people came onto the house and it, they all were on one side of the house and it started going down. How stupid is that? And then did they not watch Titanic? Another one, I think, was near Seattle, because I guess they have a lot of those over there. Um, so much snow had built up on the roof, it was adding weight to the house, and wow. it started, the water starts coming into the living room and all of no, that. No, that's so scary. So that's no good, is it? I don't want to live in a houseboat. If? I'm, I'm almost to the end, because I, uh, also, cause I feel like we've got a lot of facts on this Also, because houseboats have lots of um, windows. It's a bit scary. What's wrong with windows? Well, I you always... Just have a giant No, I no always window. say, like, I, I'm... I mean, chances are you're going to die first, right? I mean, with my body history, maybe not. My but body like, history. You know, just look at normal lifespan. Like, you're tall and you're old, so you're probably going to die. Um, I'm going to need, like, proper locks and chains and bars and shit, because I'm going to be terrified. Let's not have you live in a houseboat. No, I don't even want to, like, I don't even want to live in, like, a bigger house than this. Like, I'm scared of, in this house at night. Even when you hear the, because we can hear the ocean from this house. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> it's just, like, when you're not home and, like, if Maya's not here, even when and she's here. And you hear here, the ocean, you get scared? I get so scared. I don't like it. I feel like I'm going to get killed. I have a really you think scary a brain. Gonna... Yeah, your brain doesn't seem fun. That's why this podcast <laughs> is so good. This is cool. Oh, I so did you wait? Did you find out if Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks are married in this movie? I did. In fact, I completely missed that. Missed that part. They married in nineteen eighty-eight. Uh, so they'd been married for five years by this so movie. So they play so sister she's, and brother. She's watching her husband play her brother. Play someone that's lost their wife and then fall in love again. But you know what? She's probably like, imagine I was dead. Or she's like, let's pretend I'm your sister tonight. Ew. Just like in the movie. Uh, <laughs> Ew. No. Rita, stop. Oh, did you find out she was Layard's girlfriend? Yes, she is. Is she? There's so many characters there's in this so movie. Many, there's so many. Oh, that, who's from that? Who's from that? This is fun. So this movie was massive hit, right? It made like $200 million profit, which is crazy. And that's what Hollywood wants. I don't feel well. So as you remember in... <laughs> In the 90s, Oprah Winfrey was the biggest. And she gave right? out the cars. Yes. At one and point, you she get a car. Did. And you get a car. And you get... Everyone gets a car. So she did an episode called Real Life Sleepless in Seattle, right? Oh, no. Is there a real person? So what they did was they got like three... Uh, sorry, five men who all had lost their wife. That's horrible. That were like eligible bachelors, That's, right? I, I veto her. That's horrible. <laughs> That's so mean. Um, and there was a man called Jim who Jim talked Bob. about his wife and how much he loved her and what he was doing, what his job was, where he lives and all this. He received 10,000 letters, just like Tom Hanks did after that episode. And he offed himself, didn't he? No. Um, and he read, uh, he didn't read all of them, but there was one letter that kept like coming up on his keyboard or something. 
On his keyboard. Well, like, oh, this one, like, maybe, maybe you have to make it stand out like a, like a rainbow envelope or like a, you know? Yeah. What would you do to, what envelope would well, you? Well, I'm not weak. So you wouldn't even do it? you do a what, basic white with I wouldn't tank. do one at all. But if you had to. Well, it makes How some, would you make it? I'd make some stupid do a postcard. joke, I think. Postcard with like a nude on the front. You will look at Not this. Not my nude. <laughs> postcard with you nude. How bold is that? <laughs> so, uh, I guess he wrote back to this lady. That, no, you oh, know what I do? I do the hang in there cat post. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd write back. And uh, one year to the day of the broadcast... Uh, he married this lady after they'd met and all of this. And she took his money because she saw him on Oprah. Well, 25 years later, they're still together and they hesitate to call it a Hollywood ending. In real life, everybody's not skipping down the beach laughing and music playing, Rita says. Real life is waking up every day and making a decision that this is a relationship you choose to be in. That's what you tell me every day. (laughs) They've experienced as much sickness as they have in health. Who's Rita? Uh, the lady that... Not Tom Hanks's wife. No, uh, <laughs> I know. She's like, it's difficult living with Tom, but he's very rich. But it has always been real. They both got COVID, didn't they? Yeah, that was the... Oh, maybe that's the sickness they're talking about. Yeah. They've experienced as much in sickness as they have in health. It hasn't always been easy. Right. COVID. Sticking things up But it nose. has been real. Trump. COVID. <laughs> Biden. <laughs> That's quite good. All right, so we're at the end now, and I have one little fun thing to do. Now I know we do. We usually do our favorite actor and <coughs> and uh, oh, thank you for that. And uh, sexiest person. So I want to get that out of the way, and then we'll do our last fun thing, which I'm hoping you will answer well and entertainingly, as we're well over the hour now. So sexiest little boy in his cozy pajamas. It, I'm not a rapist, Jesus. I thought you were a QAnon. I don't know if that is either. No, what? so I'd, I would say Tom Hanks. I've always had a thing for him. Because he looks like an old co-worker of yours. What's wrong <laughs> with you? I thought you liked Meg Ryan. Because yeah. she looks like a co-worker of yours. For fuck's sake. <laughs> well, these people look You're like people so in your life. wrong. I don't even know who no, I'd give. No, I would say Tom Hanks. I've always had a thing for him ever since I was little for something. For some reason, okay. I don't know. Always had it. So him, mm-hmm. she is very pretty, but she's fucking annoying. Her eyes are crazy, aren't they? It makes it very unattractive. I guess she is the best looking in this. Best actor for me? The little boy. No. Yep. No, I had a, who was my, no, the funny, the laughing lady. Oh. I give it to her and I also love Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie so O'Donnell's great. I give it to her too. All right, now to Mine's end. Mine's a little boy though. To end with, and I can't guarantee this will be entertaining. It depends on your answer, right? And I haven't even thought of my. Stop jumping forward. You're turning into a mouse. So, just because you watch witches today doesn't mean everything's about a mouse. You did eat a lot of cheese. If you called into a radio show, right? Okay. And I don't know what you would tell them. What radio show is it? It's the one that he co- uh, the little boy called into. Oh, God. It's obviously like a helpline thing, right? They always gave them a, 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 a moniker, like Sleepless in Seattle, Disappointed in Denver, Nude in New York, right? Something like that. Okay. What would your one be? And I assume it has to be in, uh, it has to be Santa Cruz, where, that's where you live, isn't it? Oh, 
Okay. So first of all, what would you call in about, and what would your thing be? Oh, that's really hard. Okay. Well, all right. Let's base it on how you're feeling about the world right now or your current emotion, and that in Santa Cruz, right? Depressed in Santa Cruz. That doesn't work. It's got to be. It's got to. It's got to match the letter. It's got to be S. I think. Sleeps in Seattle, depressed in Denver. Right? Oh, I didn't know that. That's, I, I would assume oh, so. Yeah. It has to be S. It has to be S. Yeah. Oof. Um. I, I wouldn't say sad in Santa Cruz because that's. Sad in Santa Cruz. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, what was it? What, what's another verb for an ass? It would be a verb, wouldn't it? Um. Slutty. Sleepy and. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's real original. <laughs> Sleepless? Uh, damn, I don't know. Well, I don't even know what I'd be calling in. Should I give you mine? I just thought of now. Yeah, I'd like to hear yours. Mine would be. Sipping in Santa Cruz? Slurping in Santa Cruz because I just slurped on my booch. What's yours? Smoking in Santa Cruz? Smoking some weed. I'm going to give you one more go (laughs) because I don't like that. I don't want to end on that. I think it might be Go sad in Santa Cruz. I don't know what else it could be. Sedated? Um, oh, I like to be sedated. I want to be sedated. Yeah, that'd be good. Sedated no, in Santa Cruz. No, I'm not sedated. I don't like that. <sighs> How about say sedonic? That's not a word. No, I don't think we're going to get it, are we? Do you want to be from Tulare instead? No. California. Oh, uh, now I'm cunt in California. There That's you go. what it would be. So signing off from the cunt in California and myself, here's the outro music. Slurping it up. Bye. Hello? Hello? Soap?